In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. First, thank you to the choir for two weeks, maybe less than two weeks, of preparing to sing something they'd never sung before. So, you did an amazing job. Thank you. The Orthodox Church, of course, has, as we have very obviously seen and heard with our ears, a great and incredible devotion to the Mother of God. And this devotion, of course, is because she is the Theotokos, the Mother of God, that we have been adopted into His family, as through our baptism and chrismation have become sons of the Most High, we get other special privileges. One of those is that the house has not only, of course, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, but this house is a large house. And there is Mom. There is the Mother of God, whom our Lord had an incredible relationship with. And it is our great joy to have a relationship with her, that in her intercessions, her right that was gifted to her by her son to have an incredible intercessory relationship with the entire world. Now, we as Orthodox, as you can imagine and see in our temples and the ways that we do things, that we don't just do something and that's that. Right? This isn't a fast food joint where you get your burger and you sit down, slurp it up, and then walk out. Or you do it in your car. When we come together in the household of God, we put out the fine china, as it were, and we have a feast. This is, of course, as you read through the fathers of the church, they almost inevitably at the beginning talk about, I'm going to talk about a subject in which my words are not going to be able to actually talk about this. They always do this caveat. And then, of course, 15 pages later, and a whole lot of ink and words having been spilt, they have successfully told you what they actually think. So in these services, especially the practices of the supplicatory canon, we have a great set of images, a feast of words, but especially and more importantly, this is, and the theme of this particular service is our need for the Mother of God's intercessions for us, especially body and soul. Over again, we see that our sins and the passions that beset us, the church always puts this right beside the fact that, especially as we age, maybe even in our youth, we know that our body is already dying that things don't start to work anymore, or things start to work not so well, and we feel it. Or when we're sick. And the church has many services and prayers for us. Of course we have the Psalter, of course we have the prayer books, you know, morning and evening prayers, but especially within the broader Orthodox Church, the Paraclesis is one of these main services especially in the middle of the service, the, that supplicatory canon 
with all the odes and the Traparian where we were saying most holy Theotokos save us, you can see the pathos, the desire, the love, and especially the brokenheartedness, the real cry for help to the mother of God. And we don't do this just because we are told to, but because we ourselves know from our experiences, and if you haven't had this experience, she will help you to pour your heart out before her. This, of course, doesn't mean that you don't pour your heart out to God. This is not, orthodoxy is not, you get to do this and you don't get to do that. You get to do this and you get to do this and you get to do this and you get to do this. (laughs) Right? It's the fine china. It's not McDonald's. So when we especially as are overcome, when we feel like, as the psalmist tells us, the waters are up to our head and we are just trying to tread water, you may not be able to remember the tune, but you can pull up on the internet or you can ask me and I can send you the service and you can just pray to pour out your heart. There is a special place that she has earned. Earned is probably not the right word, but that she has won in the hearts of Orthodox Christians and for the Christian world as her role as the mother of our Lord, especially because of her powerful intercessions. And as we read in the prayer at the very end, her omophorion. Do you know what an omophorion is? It was a nice little Greek word just dropped in there. The omophorion, if you look at the bishops, uh, St. Innocent, he has an omophorion on. This is the uh, liturgical, like this is an epitrihelion or a stole that you can tell this is what a priest wears. Uh, a bishop will have a stole on, but also the omophorion. This is the pastoral office, the symbol of the pastoral office of a bishop. So we have uh, in this language of the Theotokos having an omophorion that she has a particular shepherd uh, responsibility, a protection over us. Uh, that she puts over us to protect us and to help us. So let us, uh, especially as we are in this fast, continue to pray, to cry out, to put before her our sorrows, and let her take this to her son after she provides the comfort that she can provide. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.